This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Corp Network show with the pro and the caddy. That'd be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. We are brought to you, as always, by Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook and our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Use code plus money, all one word. You get 100% match on your deposit up to $100. And who's depositing more than $100 anyways when you're going to double it? Chris is over there. You got like four screens going, getting us on the internet. Adam and Smitty are here. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Doing good. I want to do a, a, a quick PSA. I just learned this today. I saw a post on the Facebook that Adam put out there. How much damage does aerosol sunscreen and bug spray actually do to grass? That they put signs up that say, please don't do it on the turf. Yeah, a lot. Like the chemicals in there will just kill the greens. I mean, I see people Why? like spraying sunscreen while they're standing on a green or a tee box. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like stand on the cart path. Is that like a reactionary thing to the chemicals that are already on the green? No, it's just the chemicals. Like, you know, it's like, it's a petroleum based product. So once yeah. you spray it, it's like when you see, like when they have a hydraulic leak or gaskets on there, it just kills it. I mean, it'll sometimes come back, but most of the time it won't. That's interesting. Yeah. So be smart. Rethink, starting to rethink sunscreen as a whole. Yeah. Bug spray. I'll just carry my electrified bug swatter around. Exactly. Instead. Just walk around with an umbrella all day, every day. <laughs> <Yep>. <sighs> so how'd last week go? Not bad. Old Chez Ravine got us the top 10. That was nice. Yeah, that basically, was fun. Yeah. Basically uh, bails out anything else that might happen. I thought he was going to win it there for a little while. I was like, yeah. oh my God, here we go. Yeah. Menwu Lee, Connors, Cantlay, Rory, Chez Reeve, all in the top 10. Fleetwood, Fowler, Henley. Uh, Fowler's going to win a tournament pretty soon. He's close. T13 this week. Yeah, and he was he was in the mix, man, the whole time. He's And, I, you know, Ricky, in birdie fest type type events, when Ricky's playing well, like, yeah, he's he's the guy. Because it's just the way he can attack greens and the, and the way his putter's been rolling. And, you know, now that he loves this new putter that he's got. Yeah. What the hell? I think it's the more orange he wears, the better he plays. He wore a little more this week. Looked good out there. I think orange pants is the trick. Brian Hyman, not too bad. Yeah, we were just before the show started. We were, we were, uh, Jeff, we were talking about, about Harmon and how, you know, he was right there too. Um, But, and and, you know, what was he? He was like plus 6,000 to win it. He was plus 500 for a top 10. So yeah, if you uh, deleted one of our picks and went with, Jeff's pick of Harmon that wouldn't have been too bad for you either. Um, but you know, in reality, this, this tournament, it was, it was fun to watch and it was, it was a good tournament, everything. But I mean, Keegan Bradley kind of just made the whole tournament his bitch because I mean, he had, he had a six, he had a six uh, stroke lead, you know, going to like on the back nine on Sunday. So, and then he got it, got into a little bit of trouble late or whatever, but he weathered the storm. And I mean, he's walking up 18 knowing he already won it. Like it's not, I mean, like, I don't, it's anything crazy. 
I don't care what tournament you play, 62, 63, 64, all back to back. That's that's yeah. taking it deep. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and he was Scotty shoots, you know, the scoring average on round two at like 67. He went, I mean, he's tied with Keegan and probably wins the thing. I know. Yeah, because if you have, I mean, things definitely change when you have the number one player in the world like yeah. coming at coming at you. Yeah. Um, that's that's a little different. Um, but it's just like, yeah, there's Scotty again, T4. It's like the guy just doesn't stop with these inside nope. the top fives. It's crazy. And, you know, we, you know, and Adam, you know, you can reiterate this, but you, we were talking, you know, off air before the show is like what, what his, what his point total is and his yeah. money that he's made this year compared to everybody else. It's wild. It's got like a 12,000 point lead in the Ryder cup. And that's insane like yeah, it's his tour insane. they're just You've never seen anything yeah. like that except for maybe tiger in his dominance mm-hmm. you know he's not winning but the fields are deeper the purchases are better and he's getting top fives every week well and that's something to be from behind right? like the you don't even you almost forget he's there and then you look on sunday and it's I like know. oh yep. scotty's two back and it's like well jesus christ where was this guy well, like it's it's the sustainability of this whole thing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not winning and whatever. Like, are people are gonna hold that against him? Well, yeah, sure. He's he's good to be up there at the top, but he's not winning. It's like, well, there's all these elevated events now, and these guys are being forced to play more tournaments. So it it's like day in and day out, man. Like he's playing against the best players in the world, and he's just consistently in the top five. He's not complaining on Wednesdays when those auto deposit hit the bank. Hell no, man. I mean. He's the one laughing at everybody right now. He's like, oh, you guys are mad because I'm not winning. Well, in real life, I'm actually winning because you guys yeah. are just way miles, miles, miles behind me. I would take a top 10 every elevated event. I mean, that's that's $12, 15000000 million right there without even winning. Yeah. yeah. And, and just sit back and cash checks. I don't know what his endorsement deals are um, by the number, but uh, they probably aren't too shabby. He's like Happy Gilmore. He's just like, mm-hmm. uh, where's my big check at? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He's got him just stacked up in the back of his 89 Tahoe, just uh, rolling <laughs> to the bank every week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it really was a, it really was a good tournament. I mean, overall, like you got, you know, Zach Blair, you know, he came storming in there to to tie um, at 20 under with with Brian Harmon for T2. You know, that was nice to see him. I mean, he was pretty steady for the weekend. And then in round four, you know, goes off and he shoots, you know, he shoots eight. I read under on some the last kind day. of inspiring tale about him that made me bet on him on Saturday. He's like nice. building a golf course or something or he built one. Well, he's got one point eight million dollars to, to help yeah. with that. That dream Ooh. of his then. Just but, you know, Patrick nice. Cantley. Patrick Canley was right there again too. I mean, he's yep. he's playing good golf. Uh, you know, as boring as he is to watch. I mean, I mean, Rory was there five back. It's not yeah. with his struggles. Denny McCarthy was right there. Corey Connors yeah. was there. The thing that killed Denny McCarthy again, just like with Scotty, is just shooting even even par in round three. I think those two are. Um, let me see here. There's there were four guys that shot a round of even um, in the top ten. So I mean, if those it's guys like shot said, one over. You know, if you shoot 67, he's right there in the top, you know, two. Yeah, that was really disappointing. I was like, he goes six under, seven under, seven under. He's not shit all year, so it's not surprising. (laughs) Well, right. But, I mean, course history, though, you know, know, he's going to be coming. Um, So that was fun to see. But, like, you know, guys and other guys in the top ten that you wouldn't really really see, like Alex Smalley sitting there at T9. And how about Um, Ricky shooting another course record at 60? 
I know. I mean, back to back weeks. I know it's insane. Unbelievable. That's why I'm telling you, man, like anything that's a birdie fest, Ricky should be on your list, especially right now. Yeah. I was interested to see how he'd play after the letdown last week and yeah. he didn't let it phase him. That's JT sure. had a little flash too with the 62 on Saturday. He's right. no longer playing the worst golf of his life. 64, 62 on Friday, Saturday. That's pretty solid for him. Mm-hmm. He probably yeah. thought when he shot 70 and he's, you know, eight back, he's like, fuck another long week for me. And then mm-hmm. takes off. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got Matsuyama sitting there as well. T13 tied with Ricky at 16 under, you know, some, I mean, the worst good stuff of all the guys that made the cut. I was just looking 72 was the worst opening round score. There was like four guys that shot 70 and a couple 71s and the rest were like sub 68. That's it's yeah, I mean, that's like nuts. That's like John Deere numbers, maybe even lower. Well, this week, well, this week, this week, I mean, it's going to be John Deere numbers for sure. Like it's very comparable in what it's going to be happening with scoring. Yeah. So. JT yes. Poston's not playing this week. I don't know why. Probably cause he's burned out from playing last two weeks, but yep. Resting up for his event. Because he mm-hmm. shot 62 at Rocket last year, final round, to say, hey, let's get this guy a pick. Yep. It's just resting up, hydrating, you know, getting some clean air. This week, it's the Rocket Mortgage at Detroit Golf Club. Looks like a nice enough course. Been there since 1899. 3, 7, 11, and 15 are par threes. Is that normal? That seems like a lot. Yeah, that four. Is that four? Yeah. That's about normal. It's a par 70, probably. Looks like they need some new shingles on the clubhouse, but I do appreciate the website. It's got a nice (laughs) tour of each hole. Some websites, they don't show you anything. Yeah. This is a private golf course. You're not going to see anything here either. Sometimes they want it. Sometimes, like the ultra private, they don't show anything, but, you know, like courses that have like no cell phone policy and stuff, which is weird. All that stuff, like the different rules inside the clubhouse and everything. It's like, man, you can tell the haven't changed any of the rules since the early 1900s. <laughs> yeah, but that's the courses that people want to join, though. I mean, those are the I ones you can't. Tr- I would get fined or get in trouble. Those are the ones you can't afford to get into, but and everyone wants to be in it. And there's a waiting list. Yep, there's all the rules written down. Then there's other unspoken rules that you don't quite know about. You need to yeah, not so, break. Uh, I did text you guys this weekend and like the crazy Anthony Kim story. You know, you always hear those on the internet about Anthony Kim or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say where it was, but a friend of mine gives lessons at this place. And uh, we were playing on Friday and he said he was given a lesson and he's like, this guy in the background, he's like, he's hitting balls. And he's like, you can clearly tell this guy is way better than anybody you've probably ever seen. It's like every shot is pure. It's just rockets. And he asked the guy that he's because the guy that he's given a lesson to looks at him. He's got tats, long hair, you know, beard or whatever. And uh, he goes, who do you know who that is? And he goes, looks like a homeless guy. And he's like, <laughs> it's Anthony Kim. And he goes, who's that? Or he was like having to think. And he's like, you know, won some tour events, played on tour. He goes, oh, and he's like, well, after my lesson, I'm just going to sit here and hit balls and watch this guy hit. He said, he's, he said he's literally there every day pounding balls like for hours. And just, he said the guy could probably go out right now and win a tour event. He's hitting it that good. That's crazy. And he just 
doesn't play. Like it's low key, like a club that nobody can get into. Nobody's going to bother him. It's unreal. Weird. Like the guy's like a, it's just like a, like, like a, a ghost, man. Me. He's so like why, a phantom. Why do you think guys like that? Like, why do you think guys just like disappear a, like that? Cause he, had, he got an injury. Yeah. And the story is he had an injury and he had a $10 million in insurance policy. If he got hurt and can never play again, he gets the 10 million. So he like hurt his wrist. I think right after that Ryder cup where he like destroyed Sergio and he just never played again. So now he's like essentially handcuffed, right? Because it's yeah, like- so now he just like floats around, plays private clubs, you know, like pounds balls all day. Uh, I've heard he like shows up to the OU course every now and then and plays with the, with the guys on the team and like, it's just, <clears throat> and it just annihilates him. Like <laughs> he could literally, I mean, I'm sure he's playing in some big cash games, probably at national or like Oak tree national or <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever, where there's 20 or 25 tour guys. He probably just goes out there and works them. That's not I mean, a bad that, life. And that, I was telling my buddy, I was like, him, yeah, I think it's like it being is. a surf bum. <laughs> he's got like 10 million bucks. Nobody knows who he is. He could probably walk by him or sit next to him in a restaurant or at a bar. And you'd probably never know who he was unless you, mm-hmm. yeah, what he looks like now. But I mean, it's, I mean, he's got 10 million, but I, I was asking my buddy, I was like, why wouldn't, if I'm Greg Norman, I'm calling that guy like nonstop. Yeah. Dude, you got to come to live like hundred million bucks. Who cares about the whole 10 thing? Million? That's, that's actually a really good point. Like how does a guy like that not get called for something? For I don't, something I don't like think that. anybody has this number. That's the thing. <laughs> he might not have a, he's phone. like a ghost, man. He's like. It, there's like on Twitter, you can go and it's like crazy Anthony Kim stories all the time about there's just a, there's just show, a Winnebago parked out outside yeah. of a private country club somewhere. It's like, hanging out. you know, shows up at some, you know, like private club is like a single and like plays and just annihilates people, you know, well, <laughs> if they didn't, they didn't know him beforehand. They were going to know who the hell he is after, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. A guy with that much talent just doesn't want to risk losing $10 million insurance policy with the money that's out there now. Who cares? Yeah. Get the 10 mil back. Nike would give him 10 million just to have him back on their roster. Yeah. A tatted up long haired guy, super marketable. If Scotty Scheffler was an edgy dude, sort of like that, or even a Ricky Fowler type. I mean, AK moves the needle. Like people want to watch the guy play the time in the Ryder cup when he just destroyed Sergio. Could he Sergio's on... trying to get like a questionable drop, like from a s- set of stairs and Anthony, he was like, I, I get to drop here. And he's like, just drop it wherever, dude, you're not going to win or something like that. Like that was his comment. <laughs> <laughs> Could he play in Tiger's Monday night golf situation? I would almost bet as close as him and Tiger were on tour that they probably meet up like in the Bahamas and just like, or at, you know, like a Jordan's course and play where, Nobody, you know, like if he shows up to Jordan's course to play with like Jordan and Tiger and JT or somebody like the course is shut down that day. Like they don't want anybody out there seeing him play. Mm-hmm. No. What a life. But he was really tight with Tiger, you know, kind of when all that. So I would guess maybe to him and Tiger have some. Let's get him in this golf games. arena. The that mock-ups are the uh, drawings of that. What yeah, they're going to awesome. do with that. It looks so awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of, that's going to be so, such high entertainment. It's going to be. Especially if they do it like before or after Monday Night Football. Yeah. It's going to excuse the 
either go to the bar two hours early or stay two hours later. Yep. So awesome. So much room for activities. So many things to gamble on. Past winners of this one, the Rocket Mortgage, Bryson DeChambeau, Cam Davis, Nate Lashley, and last year, Tony Finau, who says it's going to take 30 under to win this thing. So he better get the putter going. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's wrong. You know, I think it's going to definitely be like like we've we've said, it's going to be a birdie fest. And I mean, you look at look at some of the statistics for this course and everything. I mean, it has some very wide fairways. Um, the holes are straight. I think there's only one or two dog legs. I think it's two dog legs on the course. Um, so like that, there's not any turns in the holes. I mean, it's it 7,400 almost. Yeah. But if you're, if you're playing super flat, it's, I think it's the flattest, flattest course on tour and it's super flat, super straight holes. I mean, professional golfers are going to tear that up, you yeah. know, and you have wide fairways and even though, even like the rough, I guess it is, is pretty long, but I, I guess like it's not, anything crazy to hit out of so guys aren't you know and i guess like the rough is like the the thickest around the greens but um just listening to some 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 clips and some different shows and reading some things like if you're if you're having to chip around the greens you're not winning this thing anyways because um guys are going to be like straight attacking pins all week long um and and you know if you're going at the pin like you didn't have to worry about these different shelves and stuff like that, that you had to worry about, you know, the, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. You're just, they're small greens, but at the same time, I mean, you got 15 footers for birdie every hole. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and then you're talking about out of the 10 par fours, um, there are nine of them that are less than 460 yards. Striver flip wedge. Yeah. And it's, what is the percentage? I saw a percentage here somewhere. I forget what it was like 70. It was like somewhere around 75% might even be, be bigger than that, that um, their second shots in on this course are under 145 yards or something like that. Like 75% of those shots. Like that's wild. It's those are shots that I can make, you know, the tea time start at five forty-five in the morning. Whoa. <laughs> Probably because we're farther north, the sun's like, you know, it's like 515, 5 o'clock here, the sun's up. Yeah. Um, just looking at uh Hold they, on they just got they just got good. a bolt that, that storm that just came through. They oh, just yeah, got, I saw they just that. got they just got over over an inch of rain Ooh. in that in that little storm alone. So um they're talking about this course being super soft and when courses are super soft, it's it's like shooting darts for these guys, you know? Yeah. I just feel but, like it's literally going to be 30 under to win this thing. Probably. And you're going to see ridiculous scores. It, this is this is crazy because it's going to be the third week in a row now where we're going to see guys flirting with 59s. Fourth week wow. next week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for real. Like We're in that stretch right now. Um. But I just, you know, I mean, it's like it has it has uh, the easiest uh, easiest par fives on tour, so guys are gonna be gonna be eagling. Um, second last, second fewest penalty strokes on tour on this course, so guys aren't getting into trouble. They should give us odds on Ricky Fowler setting a course record for a third week in a row. It's like <laughs> that would fifty be to one on that. That would be pretty cool. I wonder how many times that's happened. A guy sets a course record three weeks in a row. 
Yeah, probably probably not really ever. <laughs> nope. Well, before we get into all these picks, we have a message from our good friends at Jazz Online Sportsbook Racebook and Casino. Easy for me to say. Jazz, Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wages. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new, members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering. We're There's back. Like, it's like one pond on this course and like very yeah. few trees and you can blast at three fairways over and still be in play. Yeah. That's why I'm saying there's just, <laughs> there's no, there's no yeah. penalizing these guys. Yeah. The, like the drone shot of the course looks like it's just sort of a, a pattern of various greens and fairways. You could hit that thing anywhere you want. Yeah. So guys are going to be super aggressive off the tee and then everyone's going to be going to be trying to hole it out from 140 yards or less every single time. Unbelievable. Sounds like Sahith Fiegel is going to win this thing. Oh man. Yeah. That's right up his alley. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't see like what I didn't look, hold on and look to see what the par threes are like on this course. Um, the hole in one short. odds are great. You get plus three fifty most days. Down. So, I mean, they're, it's a pretty good mixture of par three. So it's not yeah. like, you know, you got you got a couple over 200. You got one like around 150, 160. You know, there's. That's a Donald Ross course. It's going to be a good layout. Yeah. It looks like the bunkers are kind of in weird spots, but they look like nice bunkers. So that's that's the only I think that's that's what for when I looked at the course and I'm looking at things and um, like just numbers and, and everything uh, there. The only protection for this course is are all the bunkers. There is a surplus of bunkers here, but. I mean, I don't know. I just don't feel like they're. I don't think that's very penalizing for a professional golfer unless yeah. they're just huge walls in front of you to have to get up over or big lips and stuff, you know? <laughs> like so it's the like, U.S. Open. Correct. Yeah. Now we're talking some real obstacles. Well, I suppose we should get into the picks. I'm just deleting last week's picks so we don't get them mixed up with this week's picks. And done. Smitty. Who's in your top 20s? All right, top 20. So I am going um, going with uh, I have Keegan Bradley at plus 140. Um, I think he comes in, you know, this is an easier course and everything, so it's kind of a nice after a, after a dub when you just had a bunch of birdies to know that you're coming and playing an easier course. Um, I think he can – slide in here and he said he, I saw I saw something about him too saying he's super, super excited to get to Detroit and the people are great and he loves it here all this stuff right so he's he's uh, ready to play um and I have I have Austin Ekro at plus 220 uh you know it's Adam's boy right but he's playing some really good golf as of late and he's someone that like a month off. you know he's playing good if Smitty's got him on your list <laughs> um I have Adam Hadwin at plus 240 um, and then I have, uh, I have Taylor Pendrith at plus 300. Um, he's a guy who's, if you look at his stats as of late, you look at his, his results, you're like, what the hell are you thinking? But, um, saw some things on the, on the old Twitter, 
um, feet of him just being the last person on the putting green. He's trying to figure that stuff out. And so you can tell that he's really, really trying to turn things around. And, you know, he knows that this is a good place for him to do so. Um, so I mean, I just kind of plays I, good next week, usually at the deer. So, yeah, I saw I, I saw plus 300 and I thought that was. You know, I thought that was a good number on him. And then yeah. for, the, for the first time this season, I'm going with Callum Terran at plus 400 for a top 20. Um, he had a really nice week last week overall. Uh, on Saturday, he shot a, shot a 63. Um, and then he kind of just – he just didn't have the greatest rounds, had some tough breaks uh, on Sunday um, last week. But, you know, he's a guy that's kind of – starts playing really well around this time too, because of, you know, the, the events that are going on and um, the not so competitive fields as well. And I think that he's a, he's a guy that they're at plus 400. I mean, I, sh- I was like, shit, man, first time taking him, picking him this year. It's a good number. Seems like you timed it just perfectly. I hope so. I had some extras. So I'll take Eckroad off my list since Smitty had him. All right. A little variety pack in there. What yeah. do you got for top twenties? So for top twenties, I have a uh, Aberg at two plus two hundred. He was my sixth guy on my list. Yeah. Rookie playing pretty good. He's been showing up. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like college tournament field, not a super hard course, but long, and then make a lot of birdies. And then Zach Blair at five hundred. Uh, Lucas Glover at seven hundred just because we're getting close to deer week and he trends usually. Um, <clears throat> then my boy, Max McGreevy's back on, on the list at 3,500. Right. 3, I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like him or JT at 105. And I was like, yeah, 3,500 is probably a lot of better odds. As soon as I typed MC, my phone was like, oh, you, you mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> and then, uh, Kevin Tway at 850. And uh, my sixth guy was Robert Streb at 1400. Some of these guys played in like a charity event last week, and I thought eh, maybe they, you know, had a little fun, kicked back for a day off and had a few beverages. Yeah, probably all traveled together, I'm sure. Since Tway's got more money than all of them, they probably, (laughs) you know, chartered a flight for him to fly from Oklahoma City. I do like the I do like the Aberg pick. Uh, you know, yeah. he's. I mean he he finished what he finished twenty fourth last week in a loaded field, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So he's done pretty well in every event. I mean, he's, I think he's made the cut every week he's played. So, so it's definitely it's definitely not out of question, right, for him to be a top twenty. And for a rookie that's played in three events or four events to be at two hundred, I thought that's. I mean, he's. Good. He's talented enough to even win yeah, this thing. So, sure. I mean, and a Let's top 10 so. is, def- is definitely within reach as well. So he's got to be like plus odds to even make the cut. Probably. Sounds like what he's been doing week after week. I like it. I like it. All right, Smitty, top 10s. All right. Well, I have, uh, I have defending champ Tony Finau at plus 175. Um, shoot or shoot. Yeah. Shoot or shoot, baby. I mean, he's, uh, he, he, he felt when he got interviewed in that, when you watch that press conference, he just felt really, really comfortable. And he's, he doesn't seem to be worried about his putting woes or anything like that. You know, I say he's, I really like that about guys who, who are just mentally tough and don't get, 
don't get you know rat- rattled by stuff like that. And that was um, the impression I got was he's not letting it bother. It's not in his head because he knows he has it. So he's just he's gonna come. He's gonna continue to um, just be aggressive and play play the way he plays. And he's a guy too, like off the tee. Um, it, guys who excel off the tee, you know, he can hit the ball a mile. Usually, are really successful at this course. I, I like him there. Um, I have Ricky Fowler at plus one eighty because it's Ricky Fowler right now, and you should have him on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime he's plus money, right? Um, and then I have Hideki Matsuyama at plus one ninety. Um, he he seems to be healthy and has kind of hit his stride mm-hmm. and is playing really good golf as of late. So I'm really excited about that. Um, hopefully, he can uh, bring it in here and uh, get on a little bit of a birdie train. Uh, then I have Tom Kim at plus 230. Uh, he finished st- strong last week, and, you know, he's a guy that yeah, we've seen, obviously, in the last year go on ridiculous birdie runs. When he gets hot, he gets hot. So I'd like to see that this weekend, too. And so then I have uh round off with Austin Eckrode at plus 450. 450? What are, they, are they not watching? Are they not paying attention? They're not. I don't, know what, I don't know what they're doing. His numbers he's, should not be there. Nope. Nope. He's trending he, in the right direction. He had his last five starts, 2nd, 16th, 30th, 10th, and 24th. And you're talking about events that have way better competition mm-hmm. than what we're seeing this weekend. I mean, he is mm-hmm. legitimately just killing the ball in – I mean, yeah, all, he starts strong. He starts strong on Thursday, and he just hangs in there all weekend. Yeah, yeah. In those in those five starts that I that his last five starts, he's gained an average of five point two strokes from tee to green, two point four strokes off the tee, and just under two strokes on approach. I mean, the guy is playing fantastic golf, winning golf, like plenty good enough to win this tournament this weekend. Wild. Think we'll have a playoff? I'm seeing some good odds for playoffs. 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 Whenever you have, whenever you have these birdie birdie events like this, I mean, you got you got a chance for that because there's going to be a ton of guys in the top. Like, I mean, the top twenty are going to be within all within just like last week. How many strokes? You know, it's it's going to be yeah. it's going to be tight. So that's definitely a chance. Interesting. What do you got for top tens, Adam? Uh, top tens. I got Justin Thomas at two twenty. Um, he is figuring it out. He's starting to get it back. Uh, I think he's just playing his way into form instead of taking two week breaks, going to the range every day and working. He's just playing like the Ricky Fowler method almost. Uh, then I also have Fowler at 180. Um, Aberg at 400. I also have Eckrode at 450. And Justin Sue at 600. He's been playing well too. I yeah, saw him on the or miss, but I thought I don't think he played last week, or if he did, maybe didn't play well. But he's kind of one of these guys that does decent at these bird festers. And it's a straight course; you could spray it, so he doesn't have to worry about you know his driver being too accurate. You can just yeah, this set back like and course. let a rip. Yeah, it looks like a course I would have fun playing. Yeah, I mean it's like your everyday country club; it's just seventy four hundred yards. Right, it's longer. <laughs> Winter must beat these courses up. I know they talked about it a lot um, a couple weeks. Or no, that was that was Road America they were talking about that. Does the winter 
like the freeze and the thaw does that nah. mess these courses up not they spray them. They spray them with chemicals to keep this. Of course, there's a spray for that. <laughs> I mean, it's like snow mold, so they can keep snow on there for long. But the the cold weather's good. Like the snow, you want to have snow and freezing, like ground frozen for that cold season grasses. So, uh, and bent grass, right, is pretty resilient. Yeah. So, high science. It's high yep. science. Horticulturists. That's what you need. That it is. Well, we need our winners, Smitty. Who's going to win this thing? All right. Well, my list, my list doesn't change from my top tens. I went with all five guys that I had my top tens, my outright. So I have Tony Fino at plus 1400. I have Ricky Fowler at plus 1400. I have Matsuyama at plus 1600. I was a little disappointed because that opened up at 1800. And some other people must be having the same idea that I do. Yep. Smart folks. Yep. And then I have Tom Kim at uh, plus 2000. And then um, Austin Eckro at plus forty five hundred. Um, oh, that'd be fun. So I, obviously, obviously, the Oklahoma boys in in the in the crowd or in the room here understand, right? Like where he comes from, because you know he, like Eckro, you know he, ha- he doesn't have the name, right? Because he hasn't kind of come Unless into fruition like there. some of the other guys, right? He was like a legendary junior golfer, you know, played Oklahoma State. Yeah, I mean, he was part of the NCAA title team, right? Yeah. Like, and Hopper who was Kurt. on that? Who was on that team? Victor Hovland, Matthew like, Wolf, Matt Wolf. I mean, um, Zach Bouchot. Yeah, so uh, like, super stud team. Yeah, I mean, they were like ten players deep that year. So those of you that are listening, you know, to this, it's like he, this guy. This guy can play golf, right? I mean, he just, you know, for whatever reason, hasn't had the success on tour yet. But I mean, he's only twenty four years old. Yeah. It's only his second year, I think, on tour. Yeah, so he's he could. I mean, he could end up being, you know, equally as as uh, as good as a Victor Hovland, right? And and start stringing stringing together a bunch of top tens and twenties and wins and doing all those types of things, you know, for the next ten years or even longer, obviously. But yeah, it's just it's kind of mind boggling to see how how young these guys are, Um, because you know, twenty four. It's, you know, that's, that's still really young, but at the same time, some of these guys have been on tour for, you know, three, like four years by now, by the time they're yeah. 24. And this is only his cup, you know, what second year, maybe you said, right. Mm-hmm. Something like so. that, but it's got so much, so much longer to play the game of golf and on tour that he's just getting started. I feel like, yeah. You just talked me into a 60 to one first round leader on Austin Eckroad. I think there you go. <laughs> that's what it is that's what it's at yep i thought it'd be a little better they're getting a little stingy with the first round leader odds used to get more 70 and probably got scorched the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah it's been likely suspects the last couple weeks yeah that it has all right adam who do you got on your winner's list uh, i've got also got fowler at 1400 then I went with Justin Thomas at 1800, you know, like a weaker field. He's clearly the premier player in the field. Like as far as name brand, um, I think maybe that, maybe that helps him with a little mental hump. Um, and then Keegan Bradley at 2,500, go back to back, just playing well last week. And I also have Austin Eckrode at 4,500 and then Aberg at 4,000. Which I was surprised that Aberg had better odds. Wow. Yeah, so was yeah. I actually. 
clearly they know something we don't know. Um, Maybe he's played here or I don't know. I wonder why, like after, after last week and Brian Harmon going, I mean, I get, I actually do know why. I mean, it's the length of the course probably. Yeah. Cause it was, it was short last week and shorter players last week. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it makes sense. But he's at four. He's at plus four thousand after just having a T two last week. Well, like a sixty eight hundred course, a guy like that can hit driver every hole. Where yeah. like Rory and them are going to have to hit three wood because they can't. They can hit it too far. Mm-hmm. Where a guy like him or a Zach Johnson, you know, who dinks it out there at like two eighty five, it's a way more playable course on sixty eight hundred than yeah, you know, seventy five hundred. Or seventy four hundred when you hit at two eighty five, because I mean that makes it a long course. I know from experience, but two eighty five is in everybody's wheelhouse. But longer players definitely struggle on the shorter courses. Mm-hmm. I mean, if guys are looking for you want to get you want to get um, want to get cute with a pick, I mean, you go like Taylor Taylor Pendrith, right? Is is plus six plus six fifty for a top ten. So I mean, if he if he if he uh kind of turns it around this week, I mean that's that's a pretty nice number for a top ten if you don't Max McGreevy's like, at eleven thousand for a top ten and two hundred thousand for a win. <laughs> that's insane. Two hundred thousand. What are the big what are the biggest that. odds? It's gotta be nuts. That that's two hundred and fifty thousand for Kyle Martin and Andy Spencer. I don't even know who those guys are. Chad Collins. <laughs> Just bet those guys to make the cut. Glover first round leaders, 125 to one. He's had flashes before. I think when he won the deer a couple of years ago, he went wire to wire. So Glig Glicks, 200. Max McGreevy, Max McGreevy, first round leader, 300 to one. I'm doing it. He's plus, <laughs> he's plus it. seven. He's plus 750 to, to be top 40. McGreevy is. Wow. That's pretty good. He's got a shot. <clears throat> I mean, that's Jason Duffner plus four plus four fifty to be top forty. There's a, there's a guy. And Gligglick's at plus four fifty for a <clears throat> top forty. Nick Watney. Yeah, I see that. Oh, Watney. I would think that Duff could get a top like a top forty. Streb is plus three sixty top forty. Nate Lashley, former winner, one twenty five first round leader, one hundred and twenty five <laughs> to one. Not bad. I mean, crazy. Aaron Baddeley is 200. So double your money at Aaron Baddeley to make the cut. I mean, to be a top 40. Mm -hmm. It's pretty solid. That's not bad at all. No. Jimmy Walker. Plus 230 top 40. Yeah. Dynamite. Did you see, um, did you see the, uh, Joel Damon, that tweet that's been, uh, running around Twitter a little bit? No, uh, he made so he was like about uh, the Lions helping his Seahawks make the playoffs, and next time he's like, next time I'm in Detroit, I'm I'm buying beer for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so some some golf people are tweeting that or tweeting that or retweeting that uh, out. So he's probably going to be buying some beer for people this week. I'd, I'd say sounds like uh, it. He's plus two twenty five, <laughs> top forty. That's not bad. One of the parlays was Fowler and Justin Thomas in a top five, uh, plus twenty two hundred. Nice. Hey, we and by the way, we all know how uh, how Joel uh, Joel Damon plays when he's drinking. Yeah, 
he he makes he qualifies for the U.S. Open. That's what he does. Plus six <laughs> plus six hundred for Ricky and Tony to finish in the top in a top ten. For Ricky and Tony, yeah, that's 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 solid. there's some real good parlays like top ten combined guys. Homa and Sung J M nine hundred. Wow. Sung J M and Tom Kim a thousand. Aberg and Sepp Straka three thousand. I feel like there you go. I feel like this is too easy of money. Um, <laughs> top twenty finish parlays. Something's gonna happen. Female Just expect Fowler, catastrophe. I know. Fina Fowler and Hideki plus five fifty. Top expect 20. a rain delay right. jinx or uh, oh, something. Fucking wife interview. Oh, wife interview. God damn, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you, you can cross all these ones out with Max Homa in it. <laughs> yep. Max I can tell you one who's going to screw you. House. Like, I love my wife, but if I'm, you know, for some ever reason was in a tour event and about to win, and it was Sunday, I would say, look. You can go to the hotel and watch. When it gets to the last hole, you can come back if I'm still winning. But <laughs> yep. whatever you do, avoid all interviews. Just don't even come to the course. Don't even answer the door for room service. If Correct. I'm five back, you can come. But uh, <laughs> Or if I need a little bump and you see the other guy's wife, uh, make sure she gets interviewed. Yep. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, no, but I know I, I, my throat hurts right now. Why don't you talk to yep. that one? Do you think Scotty tells his girlfriend, just like, follow me around. And when they start to, you know, if I'm down two shots, make sure that other guy's wife gets interviewed. (laughs) Yep. Get in there. Make it happen. All right. Let me decide here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Adam and Smitty, for all of your hard work. If you haven't already subscribed to the Fantasy Sports Corp channel, you're already here, so it's easy to do. Follow the show on Twitter at PlusMoneyGolf, all one word. Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you back here next Tuesday night for more plus money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. I got a, I got <laughs> a good, blank again. I got a good tidbit to end it with. Get your Tony Finau bobblehead this weekend. They, they're making it. First thousand fans on Tuesday and Wednesday. Get a, a Tony Finau bobblehead, baby. There you go. Get in there. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.